not the time in, in which it's important to like. Yeah. If there, it, it just doesn't make sense to to not. In my opinion, it doesn't make sense to ever have your phone on airplane mode. But that's we've we've gone we've over this. There. Maybe you're a new listener, so this is interesting material. But probably not. Kendra doesn't like it when I put my phone on airplane mode while we record. But then sometimes I just get flooded with texts. Ooh, so popular. Yeah. So it's kind of a, it's like it's a it's thing. It's a hard problem. It's for hard me to be because, so popular. Yeah. Uh, hi, Card. Hi, Ken. Hi, hi friends. friends. We're back Welcome. again. Yeah. Uh, another schedule. week. On schedule this week. Another day, another dollar. We'll see if it happens. We'll see how how many weeks how many <sighs> weeks can we go? One thing we like to do <laughs> is not be consistent. Yeah. So. It's but more you know fun what? for us. More fun for you. Yeah, just keep it keep you guessing. Yeah. Keep you on your toes. Life can be so mundane, you know? Can't it? Yeah. yeah. God, you wake up, you go to work. You listen to your podcast on Wednesday. Sometimes though, we like to give you a podcast on a Friday. Yeah. Get you ready for the weekend. Sometimes we like to give you a podcast on a Monday because because it's a we hard didn't day. Have time to do it another day. It's on us. <laughs> Listen, it's mostly on us here. Um, well, well, let's do a recap yeah. of our weeks. Mm. You did a cool thing. I didn't do anything cool. I don't have any recapping to do. Really, I guess. What was the cool thing I did? You went to that um, show. Huh. Oh my god. Car. The podcast thing? Holy cow. <laughs> you guys, I wish the you could have you've seen. you've been looking forward to for like a year. I wish you could have seen what just happened. Kendra and I, our eyes are locked and she's looking at me like I'm an idiot. Yeah. And my face is, I'm like a piece of cardboard. I'm, I'm just like. Just blank. So blank. Just blankly uh, staring. Uh, as I'm like scrolling through every day of yeah. the last week in my mind. I don't know how I forgot. Yes. I don't either. Holy cow. Big news. Cool news. Big cool news. Hit it. Um, I went to go see my favorite murder live last no, like what? Two Saturday. days ago. Yeah, that's why. Yeah. I, I, like how? So recent. It was so recent that it happened and you were <laughs> and so excited so about exci- it. Oh, God. If you don't know, My Favorite Murder is a podcast. It is a true crime comedy podcast. It's incredibly popular, so I'm sure you already know about it. <laughs> yeah, but that, I think Alex had no idea what it was. Wow. Okay. I had never heard of it until you started listening to it. They are, it's hosted by Karen Kilgariff and Georgia Hardstark. They are, um incredibly smart and funny uh and uh, along with each week each of them shares the story of a true crime but the first half of the episode is just them talking and that's my favorite part right um um i was listening to npr at work the other day because the the kitchen frequently has it on mm -hmm. and um they were talking about it and the woman said that um they told a really like gruesome story at the show at the seattle show yeah did they they had two shows in seattle an early show and a late show and they do when they do that they do different murders Mm, that makes sense so uh, probably the gruesome one happened first ours our show was pretty mild mild which is a (laughs) weird thing to say when you're talking about murder murder um but it was it was exactly what i wanted it to be it felt so I think I told you this in a text. It felt so comfortable and familiar. Yeah. Like what, um, like I felt like I was hanging out with my friends. Right. They were really far away and they don't know me yet. 
Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and maybe might not ever know you. Well, yeah, I hope not. I hope not. But, you know, we need to yeah. leave it open as a possibility. That's we can't, correct. You can't get yeah. your hopes up for that kind of stuff. Um, <laughs> it is my favorite podcast. Um, well, your second, second favorite. Second favorite. Yeah. Um, because here's the deal. You know, for me, we record these podcasts. I listen to them when I edit it. And uh-huh. then I'm done. I, I, I don't revisit. I, I rarely re- re-listen to the work that we do here uh-huh. on the couch. But <laughs> the work we You know do. who does re-listen to the podcast is Carly. Stop she it. loves this podcast and it's great and I love that you love it. I re-listen to it so that I can learn. Yeah, so she can figure out what we're doing. Cuz also sometimes we'll do we'll sit down and record and I'll I will have a feeling about how it went. Yeah. And then when I I listen back to it so that I can write the synopsis. Um, right. And then sometimes I'm like, oh, that actually went a lot differently than it felt. Mm-hmm. Um, so then later on, I'll listen to it again with sort of fresh ears as more of like a, right. uh, a viewer. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's embarrassing. No, it's not embarrassing. It's amazing. <laughs> but you, this is the, this is both of our favorite podcasts. Yeah. Okay. Very kinda, it kind of has to be. It's like when you vote for yourself. Yeah. You gotta vote for you yourself. You have to. You always vote for yourself because sometimes that's the only vote you're gonna get. Like for example, for me, when I voted for myself mm-hmm. in the Seattle's best bartender for the stranger. Did you do that? Hell yeah! I only Aww. did it because somebody told me to, and then they told me they would vote for me. I think they did, but so I got two votes. Wow, I would have voted. I know. I, then I forgot it was a thing. Oh yeah, Anyways, but darn. Next time, next we'll time. get we'll get the next one. Also, also, I don't think I'm like a popular enough bartender to be Seattle's best bartender. Well, I don't think I'm like I, in the scene enough. That's the thing. It's you know? just it's a scene thing. It's not it's if you're actually thing. the best or not. Yeah, you change the lives of everyone who sits at your bar. Well, it depends. Some days. Yeah, some days. And some days you are saying, not today. Not today. Uh, um, anyway. Yeah, so. We digress. My favorite murder. My second favorite podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll tell you some things that I love. True crime. I've always loved true crime. Mm-hmm. It's uh, a weird. It's not that weird, actually. It turns out a lot, a of, lot people of people love, love true, true crime. crime. But I've been f- watching true crime stories for decades and um and there's this thing and Law and Order SVU, mm, so yes. there's this thing. But Law and Order is real or not real? Not real. Sometimes they write stories inspired by true events. Okay, got it. But they are always very careful to say this is not. Yeah, an don't they? Event. Isn't that a thing that they say at like the yeah, beginning of the episode? Because they never want to get sued. All right. Um, but I, for a long time, people were like, I don't get it. You, uh, you take in so much true crime information. For a person that has nightmares every night and has a lot of anxiety, that yeah. seems like a bad combo. But what I've just discovered is that it does this thing for me that um, my nightmares are not related to what happens in my day. Right. Um, and oftentimes they aren't related to what happens in your real life either no, i feel like no, exactly uh, and so if all of the true crime that i take in affects what happens in my sleep like occasionally it's true i'll fall asleep listening to my favorite murder sure and i'll have a dream that is somehow influenced by one sure. of the episodes but that is actually relieving to me because it's very easy to me for me to identify that nightmare 
as was what inspired it was. by right. that. Yeah. Instead of Opposed just like, being like oh, that my, came from my brain. Yeah. My brain yeah. is just a super dark place. Um, More on but, that um, at a later date. Yeah. <laughs> and also because I'm, I'm frequently, it's, it's better now than it used to be, but I'm, uh, wow, I'm really going to admit this. Okay. I'm ready. Um, I am frequently uh, concerned about the worst case scenario. Mm -hmm. And there is an element to true crime where in listening to and watching these stories, um, it feels like I'm taking in information about how to better survive. Mm. Like I'm preparing for (laughs) a potential catastrophe. And also... Um, I have a lot of anxiety, which is not always connected to what's actually happening in my sure. life. And there's something comforting about it, like puts you in check a little bit. Interesting. You know, like this is some this is some real shit that's yeah. happening. And I, I can really compartmentalize my own anxiety better. Yeah, because it's all it's all puts it in perspective a little bit. Interesting. Yeah. I never I thought know. of that before. Yeah, it, it sometimes true crime scares me. Mm-hmm. There's this thing that I've been acknowledging recently, where when you take in a lot of it, it's always horrible and devastating. Yeah, but you do become a little bit desensitized, you know. And so, like every right, like so every so often, you get this. You're reminded about how this is actually so it's horrific right um yeah and it is disturbing and then sometimes when i have those experiences i'm like oh yeah i gotta i gotta turn this off yeah yeah i think for me that it's like i honestly the podcast sounds great and so it was so funny after you went to the show um that I had I have so many friends who were there. My Instagram mm. feed was blowing up with very, my favorite murder. Yeah, you got to get in there because I don't think I don't think I can. I don't think I can like I think get what, into the true crime part of it. But that's fine. The first half of the episode is amazing. It's what this and then podcast is. I just turn is. it off. Yeah. It's what this podcast is except they're funnier and smarter. They're, that's unfair to say. We well, don't know what right. they are. I'm just I'll say that about myself. Yeah. They make they're they're very engaging to listen to and they talk a lot about their own experiences with mental health and addiction yeah. and i think they're creating a space to like help comfort and inspire people to um advocate for themselves totally and that's really tight yeah yeah totally also i think that there is no room for negative self-talk in this podcast mm. so i'm going to need you to retract that statement or else I'll cut it out in the end. <laughs> Do um, I don't think it's fair to say that you think they're smarter and funnier and that we don't also advocate for those same things. We do. Yes, we yes. do. And we'll just cap that and okay. move yeah. moving right along. That reminded me of when we went to Soul Cycle. Yeah. Um, and, oh God, what was our coach's Man, name? Man, speaking of. We gotta go. We've never been back. I know. I was actually thinking the other day, I really want to go. I blasted my quads into outer space, and I think I maybe blew my knee out. So <laughs> I need to take a quick break on the bike. What? <laughs> yeah. Everything's fine. It's getting better. It's less sore today than it has been in the last four what? or five days. But How did you blast them to outer space? I blasted them. I just biked for an hour at the mm, gym biking. when I went, and I just like... 
I think my muscles weren't ready to receive to receive the, the work. Were, yeah, mm-hmm, the the mm-hmm. beating. And um, so they were like, okay, well, we're going to give out. And what we're going to do is we're going to put all the stress on your joints. Oh, yeah, that sounds good. Um, and my joints were like, bring it on, dude. We got this. And then mm. the later that day. They were like, we don't got we this. We actually don't got this. You shouldn't have listened to us. We're just joints. do the rice method of mm. rest. Ice. Ice. Elevation. And compression. Yeah, compression. But we did it. You did it out of order. I did. But anyway, um, yeah, so I, I don't think I can soul cycle for like a minute. Okay. I'll wait. Yeah. But remember when she said at some point, she goes, you have just entered oh my gosh. the no fucks zone. Yeah. That reminded me of what you said. We don't have any space for that. There's here. no space for negative self-talk in no. this podcast. Um. I did do it. I mean, I guess if we're talking about cool things that we did, you went to the podcast thing. I got a new gym membership. Mm, big deal. Big dang deal. Big dang deal. Here's the deal, you guys. My gym that I was going to is a bouldering club. Yep. With a gym in the bottom. Mm-hmm. Like in, in the downstairs. Climb a rock on top. Section. Yes. Do a do elliptical in the basement. Yeah. Yeah. Just lift some weights here and there. Right. Wherever you want. Rowing machine. The huge. You know. Sauna, you know, I'm big on the mm-hmm. sauna now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we, we've talked about how you use your cell phone in there. I'm not allowed to at my new gym. <gasps> There's a sp- sign specifically saying Ooh, that it's going to be an issue for me. Yeah. I'm going to try it anyways, just with like music. Yeah. Uh, like, you know, I'll just keep with it in your my headphones, with my, with my Bluetooth headphones. Yeah. That's smart. Um, but okay. So I got it because they decided that they were just going to close the downstairs gym. Mm hmm. For renovations, which is great. Thank you for doing that. Good job. Sure. But also right before that, they had just closed the bathrooms for like five months for renovations. They're beautiful. Don't yeah. get me wrong. Oh, but they it, were good to begin with, though. But it really like threw off my whole routine Routine yep. there. And I got out of sync. And the thing is, is, I really need the gym part. I love climbing the rocks, but I am way more. And I've realized through this gym experience that I'm way more this into actually gym. just going to like to the gym, gym. Right. Um. I can still go rock climbing anytime I want. I'm not closing that door. But I got a membership at the Y. Mm. Wait, didn't you say the renovations are going to take an unknown amount of time? Yeah, an indefinite amount of time. That's scary. And th- they may not reopen based on the city's code. Right. Like, you know, because the city has to come and do an ins- inspection. I'm sure they're just saying that because they have to. Sure. You know, like they have to be like, you, we can't guarantee, but I'm sure it will reopen. Um but it's just not going to work for me. So I got a membership at the Y. Mm-hmm. There's one really close to your house. Really close to my house. Um, it's cheap. And, wait, and it's classic. And it's it's a classic gym. Yeah. And it's freaking huge. It's like three stories. It's it. The building looks small. small. Yeah. Um, but there's a pool. And it's down in the downstairs portion. Oh, which is so tight. So tight. So there, in the basement level, there's a pool, a hot tub, and a sauna. Come on. Sign me up. Sign me freaking up. I'll be in the hot tub seven days a week mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for, you know, doing my um, after workout. That's right. It's an yeah. important part it's of important recovery. Part. Yeah, recovery. Yeah. Um, and there's like weight, weight stuff in mm-hmm. the middle. There's a basketball court in the upstairs and like mm-hmm. a whole area with like, you know, machine, machine workout gear mm-hmm. and whatnot. Um, I've not located the sauna because I didn't have time to go the other day. I'd imagine it's by the tub. I imagine it's by the by the pool, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't go into the pool section, mm. um, but that's when I blasted my quads. 
Was this your first time at the Y? It was my first time, and I just, you, I really went for it. You came in hot. I haven't been back since. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's amazing. I am, like, I'm going to go tomorrow, though, so we'll talk about, I think, I think I'm going to do the pool tomorrow to be mm. easier on my joints. Yep, good idea. Um, can so you, can, I'll touch base with that. Great. Can you, can I, um, can we, like, buy me a buddy pass to come swimming with you? Um, I think so. I'll look into it. Cool. Yeah, I think that. Also, you can buy like day like a, a day pass. Yeah. Like if yeah. you don't want to get a membership, but for me, the membership was only like fifty bucks a month or something like that oh. because I'm under thirty. Ooh. Ouch. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> so you know what, Ken, live it up. For those of you who are under thirty, the Y is a real affordable gym. Great deal. Yeah, great for deal. Those of you also, you are... have a gym membership. I do. Yeah. yeah. You just never go. No. <laughs> Could change at any time, though. Any time, though. You, which is why you keep that membership, because you right. never know. I'm also going to tell you, it's so cheap. Yeah, your gym is really cheap. Yeah. I have a membership to LA Fitness. Woo! Woo! <laughs> and uh, because Carrie got a membership there, and, uh, you know, big ideas about building up that active lifestyle. But now our gym... Our gym. I've been there one time to play racquetball. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the gym I go to. My gym. Yeah. My gym. Uh, now they're going through renovations. Oh, see. So a bunch of things are closed. It's the worst. Why everybody... Also, like, literally every road I drive on has oh, construction. Oh, it's so bad right now. It's crazy. It's so bad. Every day I discover a new road I can't drive down. <laughs> yeah. Which, for a person who's really trying to not be late to things, mm-hmm. I wish that there was a way to determine beforehand what route I can actually take to get places. Well, you can use Google Maps. Yeah, but I've found a lot of times on Google Maps there's construction and it didn't say anything. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, question, do you click start? or Because sometimes you just look at it. You just look at the route. You know what? I used to do that a lot. And now I've, I click start. Because usually if you click start, it should reroute you. But that's, that's I mean... I, I believe you. Well, I mean, and a lot of it is like... They... Alex is a big Apple Maps guy. Oh. I, I find Apple Maps to be infuriating, but he likes it. So maybe try Apple Maps. I think Gary likes Apple Maps, too. I'm more of a Google gal myself. Same. Google gal. Google gal. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, other update. I did I did two cool things this week. I did change my Instagram name. I don't oh think that... Oh, my God. Anybody yes. really cares, but okay. I did catch some flack for it. Okay. What? You're going to share the new name with us? Oh, yeah. Okay, let me lead you into it. Okay, go ahead. I'm ready. Ladies and gentlemen, (laughs) the much-anticipated event of the fall. Yes. Kendra Cox's new Instagram name. (laughs) (laughs) She can't. (laughs) The sound you made at the end of the drum roll was out of this world. Jerry hated it. Um, It's... That gal, Kendi. Mm, yay! Yay! Oh, put some in yeah. there after I'll do post. I think I'm gonna keep doing that. I'm gonna keep throwing it. in, yeah, throwing in little sounds. It seems fun. I don't know if you guys didn't Freaking like that in the last. Flight episode. of the Bumblebee. Yeah, was the that was best. your idea? It was. It was a great idea. <laughs> it worked so good, so well. Ugh. Worked so good. Worked so good. Um, yeah, I changed it. Caught some flack. A couple of my old high school buddies were very disappointed. Why? Because it's been, you know, it's been a long time. They like just over got... 10 years that I've had that, like, kind of handle as a thing. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't know it had been that long. Oh, forever. It's been my, it's really been my only handle. Oh. Outside of my AIM Instagram 
or my AIM messenger name, which was um, I'm so cool, Cox. <laughs> so God damn there is that. That is a that is a thing, a moniker I tested out for a little while. <laughs> oh, I love it. Yeah, I should have brought that back. Yeah, I fucked up. Yeah, I fucked up. But I made I made so I like changed Jerry. Gerald. When Jerry's bad, we call him Gerald. Or Jeff. Somebody, which is unfair for my dad, but when we brought... when we Kendra's brought dad's name is Jeff. Yes, so. when we brought um, Jerry to this retreat thing that I went to with Alex and all of his coworkers from mm-hmm. his, the firm he worked at over the summer. Somebody couldn't remember his name, so they, just calling him, they were calling him Tiny Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> so That's hilarious. Every once in a while, we call him Tiny Jeff. Or Pork Pie. Oh, definitely pork pie. Or snacks. Anyway, he's been a pill. Um, All I did was, you know, I changed the name and then I made like a little, like a fucking post about it. Mm-hmm. You made fun of me. <laughs> Some Jill made fun of me. Like two other people in my life who I call close friends, confidants. Confidants. They made fun of me. Oh it my felt God. like the right move, but I think it was the right thing. It was the wrong move. Change is hard for people. Yeah. Oh, are we going into it? Is well, this, is this how it's we start? The perfect segue. It really is. So I, I guess, guess we'll go there. We'll go. There. <laughs> Don't go there, girlfriend. Don't go there, girlfriend. Um, guess what, you guys? Our topic this week. We have a topic, which is our yeah. topic this week is that we have a topic. Hot topic. Hot topic. Thank you. Um, but up, but Hot topic. No, that one doesn't work. Mm. It's two different ones. Hot topic. Were you doing? Were you doing? Um, I'm loving it. Or yeah. were you doing hot pocket? Well, I was doing because you frequently it. get them confused. I feel like, which is hard because you know them so well. <laughs> I love a jingle. And also, hot pocket is the same as hot, hot topic oh, for sure. I was just trying and to then, keep it going. If it, yeah, it would be hard though with hot topic because it's not enough syllables for I'm um, hot topic. Yeah. Yeah. Hot topic. Yeah. You have no. to add another thing. Anyway, no. um, we're going to talk about change. Yeah. I'm ex- I, I'm in my Saturn return. We keep talking about this. But but then not talking about yeah. it, which is my favorite thing to do. Um, and I've been feeling a lot of change coming about mm-hmm. lately. And some days it's fine. Some days it causes me crazy anxiety. Mm-hmm. Some days... There's nothing. Some days I'm like, oh, never mind. It was a fluke. And then it comes back. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. You know, I think I think the, the basis is that change is hard. And people, myself included, oftentimes put both arms out and stiff arm change mm-hmm. because it's truly actually the worst. I don't think that, I don't think, and maybe that my mind will change once I'm through the change. Mm-hmm. But it's not good. Change is never good. No well, one likes change. It's uncomfortable. It's uncomfortable. Um, I don't know. I don't, I think maybe some people like change. Yeah, that's probably true. Yeah, it, it, which baffles me. Yeah, I like to I like to um, present in a way that says I like change. Mm, yeah, you <laughs> you do. I feel like that's part of the brand. Yeah, You're, it is part of the brand. Yeah. Yeah, the candy brand is that um I'm just like a cool cat. I'm can, cool with it. Go with the flow. Yeah, go with Whatever. the flow, baby. Slice it up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um in reality, it's actually not that way at all. Um, <sighs> I, I'm truly terrified of change and I mask it so so well. That is a thing. Sometimes even from yourself. Yeah. 
So Mo- you're like most of the time, even from feeling myself. uncomfortable, but yeah. not yeah, yeah, not linking. Some examples of of the things I'm feeling change about yeah, right now in my life are um, career. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Do you need to go potty? This dog. Does um. It- no, he doesn't need to go potty. He's been like this all day. Oh. He's just fussy. I think he's itchy. Yeah. Uncomfortable. Yeah. Uncomfortable. Um. I'm not trying to deter here, I promise. <laughs> um, I am in a place in my life where I like, I really love what I do, mm-hmm. but there's the um, societal pressures of making a choice that are about starting what you're about what career, you do, what's it, yeah. your career, what's your job, brother. Mm-hmm. Um, so those. I try really hard not to let those things come like come in on me because I I oftentimes don't think it matters. Um, what do you mean? Like uh, let the societal pressures of making a choice and oh, choosing. Oh, yes. But um, lately, I'm starting to think that maybe I do need to start thinking about it, and that that change is giving me crazy crazy feelings. I don't really know where it all is leading to, but I know that something is we're we're churning. We're churning on on the on the career front of figuring out what what are the things I care about, what are the things I want to do, Does, why do I want to do them, do right. I want to do them, are the things that I thought I wanted yep. to do actually what I want to yep. do, are the things that you thought you wanted in conflict with the things you're discovering now? Now, um, I would say when we first started, brought up Kendra's Saturn return on this podcast, this was. I think what I was like, cool, well, we got to talk about this. Um, (laughs) But we weren't ready. And now I think you are. uh, I think I'm more ready. Mm -hmm. I still wouldn't say I'm ready, but I'm more ready. And the change that you're experiencing that is sort of like your career or your plan or your purpose is like the focal point of this change. But it really is a holistic shift and step forward into a new phase of your life totally that's like it doesn't I think that's why it's really hard to pinpoint what feels different is that Uh it doesn't feel like a thing it doesn't feel like one thing is changing right it feels like a whole like a like a you know to to be cheesy like that a chapter is closing and a new one is opening but Mm -hmm. I don't know what that new chapter is right and um, I've been forced to do a lot of thinking on that, which is making me uncomfortable, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's hard. You The other day you were saying um, that you, it makes you, leaves you feeling a little bit like you don't know yourself. Mm, yeah. That's like a, is, a big thing yeah, for sure. And that's really unsettling. Yeah. And, and um, I think sometimes with stuff like this that's so... Um, ambiguous Mm -hmm. um i've been using the word helpless a lot lately Mm. which is like i i'm not trying to i'm not trying to be like oh woe is me i'm helpless but sometimes that's how it feels it feels like i'm i'm at the expense of you are something that i can't control yeah it kind of feels like i don't have control over it and it's not bad no it just feels like i'm not having like a really hard time i just am you are caught in a, an experience that feels like it is happening to you. You yeah. didn't choose it. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and the gravity of the things 
that you are processing are, is very big. So that makes it more uncomfortable. There's plenty of times we have experiences where we are mm. at the mercy of a, of some other change. They're just like smaller right. stakes. Right. So I, I understand what you mean. I think, yeah, maybe helpless is not... It's not the word, the but, word. but that's like... It, it is a word that comes to mind. Yeah. Um. And... I mean, yeah, I don't like this is a, this is a, a real good uh, starter pack to the to the deeper depths of my brain that, mm-hmm. that you're getting. And so it's going to be a while. I yeah. take it takes a long time to get me going, y'all. So mm-hmm. you're just going to have to sit tight and be patient. We're but warming her up. I will I will be sharing information as I start to figure out. Yeah. What? what the information is <laughs> to share um um i i wish i wish it was something where it would be so much easier if i was like i've decided yeah. i'm going to be a model and like had yeah. this you know or whatever it's like had this thing to tell you well but i don't and i think that's the point of the conversation is that i don't have a thing i don't want a thing or maybe i do want a thing i mean yeah your, um, I'm trying to think of the last time that this would have happened to you, but I think you are at an age, um, and at sort of a season of your life where this kind of growth and shift, um, is one of the more, uh, powerful changes that you've gone through in your life to date. I remember going through this mm-hmm. as well and feeling yeah. like I I have experienced so much change in so many ways. Right. But this almost feels like I'm simultaneously becoming a different person. Yeah. And like getting back to the essence of who I am. Yes. How do those things happen at the same time? I don't know, but it does. And, and that yeah. it's, yeah, it's not just trying to figure out what you want to do as a career. But I do think also you, as a person, approach things like you are very great at enjoying the present circumstances Mm -hmm. of whatever you're doing. And when you decide what you want to do differently, then you just do it. Yeah, that's that's true. So Um. this is there's not a lot of like gestation periods with your um like life, life, personal yeah. life choices. But right. this is a for sure a gestation period. Yeah, it just which feels is, different. It's yeah. just like I just can't. I don't have the best way to describe it other than it just. It just feels. It feels different. Mm-hmm. And probably, and I think there's the weight of. Again, so much of this is societal pressures, which is just mm-hmm. it's whole a whole topic on its own. But so much of it is like. The pressure of feeling like, okay, if I make a choice, then that's the choice I have to, like, yeah. stick to. Yeah. And it's like, okay, well, so because I am a woman of a certain age and I am making these choices, now this is, it's hard to feel like whatever I do right now doesn't does, affect every, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It feels like it does. It feels, it feels like it does. Like every small choice you make right now or everything you yeah. test out, yeah. you have to commit to right. and will alter the your course. And I have to everything. do it forever. Yeah. Yeah. That, which 
I like in my logical brain, I know that's not true. Of course. Because I'm like, I, I, you, I get it. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> but it that sometimes it feels like that, like in the Girl, moment. And, and, and it's really, choir. yeah, it's really hard not to like tie each step together uh, and yeah. just let those, let the, those things happen naturally. Yeah. That is... And again, I also think that's societal pressure. You know, yes. Also, that, like, one thing, the chain reaction yeah. of one small thing affecting the next thing, and then it's your whole life that's affected by this choice. Yeah. That is sometimes why I can't do anything in a day. Yeah, because you just because get, get, like, stuck wrapped up in, in the... that process mm-hmm. of figuring it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, But <clears throat> the societal pressure is very real. I think we talk about how, like, you can you do whatever's right for you. Change your mind at any time, but that's not really how it we doesn't function. feel like that's a, that actually is true. Yeah, and I think I've been told by a lot of people that Seattle particularly is an environment that's very focused on what you do. Like mm. when you meet people, they're like, "Hey, I'm Carly. Um, what do you do?" Yeah, and that's apparently not a thing that happens as much other places. So I wonder like, if it's a city thing. Maybe. I'd, but I'd we be have, interested to look into that, yeah. As, like, a culture over here, we place a lot of importance and, like, personal identity into our Career. jobs. Yeah. Um, and, frankly, we've talked about this before, and we'll talk about it again. I think that the our generation was raised being told, follow your dreams. Yeah. You can do whatever you want. Totally. Um, and make your what your work your passion and you'll never work again and whatever you know all of yeah. that stuff that makes it feel there's a lot of pressure in deciding what you your career is going to do because you've been told you have to be so passionate about it and also you've been told that you can do whatever you want right so literally there are no all rules of the choices yeah there are no yeah. rules no um which i i i have had this conversation with alex I mean, obviously, I've had this conversation with Alex. It'd be yeah. weird if I was having it right now for the first time, and he's like listening to this pod. But um, about especially that, like the 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 way that people of our generation were raised to to do that, and I I do know a lot of people who were not raised in that same way. Mm-hmm. I for sure was, mm-hmm. um, and I'm so thankful for it. But but it does come with downsides, right? It it comes with it's it comes with pressure, and it comes with um it, it it it's a lot of it's you you have to you're the only one that can make the choice. Yeah. And yeah. and you can do whatever you want. Well, and I think that it sort of feeds this idea that work should be fun and feel good all of the time because you should do the thing that you absolutely love the most or feels like a part of who you are yeah but- and that makes it really hard for people to actually feel fulfilled in what they're doing because they're like but this feels like work and it shouldn't yeah. it should be my passion and like well sometimes you have sometimes a job. you just work yeah sometimes you just have a job and that's fine it's fine yeah and even if you have a job that's a thing that you love sometimes you're gonna really not love it mm-hmm. like maybe for long periods of time but that doesn't mean that something's wrong Wrong. but then also sometimes something doesn't feel right anymore and it is important to change what you're doing yeah it's hard how do you figure it out help um yeah so i don't know i i also think there are a lot of changes happening in general um 
and I I definitely think in general with you or the world the world mm-hmm. and also I, I don't want to be the guy but seasonally um, I definitely think that for me personally when I when I tend to go more introspective which I don't do a lot I mean I've even said that on the pod before like I don't tend also I think that's a sidebar I think that that's a thing that is feeling hard for me with this is that mm-hmm. I don't do a whole lot of like self-examination searching yeah. self-exam I just kind of I just kind of like wake up and have my coffee and walk the dog you're and, living in the now yeah yeah um which has worked for me for a long time yeah and, and I have loved every minute of it um it's very inspiring that that's the thing you come by naturally to, yeah yeah thank you a um, lot of people work their whole lives to do that so <laughs> yeah well now I'm like being forced to do yeah. some work and mm-hmm. it is feeling hard foreign. yeah and boring yeah just different so not only the work you're doing is hard yeah but the actual act of doing it is also hard because it is a foreign place to be right yeah so that's a, you got you got some level layers going on. yeah um so yeah uh frick what was i saying right before i went into my sidebar oh, crap crap you want to let's pause it and listen okay we're gonna pause it and listen this yeah. is the thing we've never done before yeah oh wow Trying new stuff. Go to the tape. <laughs> oh, Jerry. Okay, here. I got it. I'm coming in. Move, Jerry. Okay, so we reviewed the tape. Yep. What I was going to talk about was seasonal changes. Um, I think most of our listeners are based in this area, so they get it. Um, seasonally, things for me when fall and winter come are the are the times when if i'm going to be more introspective Mm -hmm. or when i go to that place Mm -hmm. um mostly just because there's no time for it in the summer or the springtime it's Mm -hmm. just things are too busy but also you know what the winter is really busy too because you got all the freaking holidays Mm -hmm. which i love don't get me wrong i absolutely love holidays i love all holidays you love celebrating and gift giving yeah i mean sign me up i'm on board you guys kendra's like the best gift giver thank you yeah you're welcome um so yeah i i think that i think that my own personal change is also coming at the heels of um change throughout our country because it's terrible Mm -hmm. things are bad right now Mm -hmm. um seasonal change mm-hmm. change with my partner uh-huh um so yeah just you want to change overall remind people what- oh yeah alex is in grad school and yeah. so we spent you know the summer he spent the summer um working an, an internship mm-hmm. which was great and his the hardest part about being partnered with someone who is in school for me is um the change of pace so frequently yeah it's like every four every three months you have to our our schedule changes yeah and our our patterns as as partners change and the way we spend time together changes and so for me personally that that's like one of the harder things to it's like we start to get in our groove and then all of a sudden poof new groove yep yeah emperor's new groove yes i was (laughs) i was scrambling for that in my brain yep good move um (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You, um, your, the change in your, in Alex's life and your partner schedule is coinciding with the season and this change in your life. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's, you got a lot. Just a lot of change all at once. And I feel like. Hit me like a ton of bricks. 
um, the fall is the time when you start to get really introspective. Yeah. And that can feel kind of good, like mm, you're making yeah. some discoveries. And then yeah. by the time the winter comes, it just turns into fucking depression. <laughs> it's the weather. Except for we've had pretty good weather. So far, so we good. Have like, yeah. We're having like a San Francisco fall where every morning and night we're getting these crazy fogs. Oh, yeah. And then it burns off and we get like a beautiful afternoon where it warms up and then it gets real chilly at night. I mean, it's been... It's That's, been okay, it's been actually. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I'm worried about January and February. Well... Those are always dark times. It's going to just rain. Yeah, yeah. Jerry. It's going to rain a lot. Um, so... I got distracted because you're... I have some text messages yeah. popping up on the computer screen. Yeah. Should I put my computer on airplane mode? <laughs> <laughs> um, something we also wanted to talk about was what are the tools you use when... When change starts to feel crippling, uh-huh. what are the tools? For me, I don't have a lot of tools right now in my in my um, tool, tool chest. Yeah. Tool chest. Yeah. <laughs> tool kit? Tool chest. Toolbox? Nope. No, tool, tool chest. chest. Yeah, okay. tool chest. I've always called it a tool chest. It drives Alex crazy. Um, so uh, one, a tool that I use that I think I use inappropriately, which we already talked about, is... Um, not addressing it. Avoidance. Avoidance. <laughs> That's a real tool I use. Yeah. Um, and it has worked fairly well for me for a long time. Um, I think I might have to retire that tool, but. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't, I mean, I'm sure, you, I feel like you, this is your, this is your tool chest right here. <laughs> well, um, I've developed a lot of strategies for change in my life because, um, Throughout my life, things have changed a lot. Mm. Um, as a kid, yeah. once my parents got divorced, things were changing all the time for me, mm-hmm. socially, um, scholastically, in my home life. And uh, in order to get through that, I had to develop strategies for change, um, a lot of which... Um, I'm revisiting as an adult and seeing how some of them are real assets and some of them are things that I need to work on. But um, I think one thing, one component that is incredibly useful is therapy. Uh, a, A therapist is kind of like having an ally in terms of navigating change and having a space where you have to go talk about it. Totally. Um, and, and you have a, a person, um, an impartial party who can listen and and help you develop new tools or remind you of the tools you have or, you know, show you a, a different way to get through the moment, I think is really important. Um, it's not... The one thing that also therapy will help you realize is that uh, things take a long time. Yeah. You know, and I think it's not the answer like most people want. No. Uh, And I think when you're in the middle of a change that feels uncomfortable, you want to do anything to 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 make it right. Yeah. And I think course correct. Mm hmm. And 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 distractions are really helpful for people. I think um, drinking, partying, socializing, developing a new hobby, yeah. all of these things that sort of can distract you through it, which ultimately are not to your benefit necessarily. So um, therapy is one thing. For me, um, writing is really useful. 
which for whatever reason, even if the even if there's no like quality of prose to what I'm saying, sure, getting the um, it's like the act of doing it, right? Yeah, and getting it outside of yourself. Um, so by writing, do you mean writing about the? the Things you're, the things that you're f- having fears or anxieties about based yeah. in change? Yeah. Um, you don't mean like just like joyful. Doing a poem? Doing no. a poem. <laughs> <laughs> no, although that's great if that's what you feel moved Yeah, to totally, do, totally. Yeah, the, just externalizing. Um, I, I think when you're going through large changes, it can, it feels very consuming and it's sort of something that like lives within you all, all the time. So... Uh, taking a moment to externalize it and be able to physically look at it right helps a lot and you can uh, sometimes it's like kind of gets it out you know that makes um, sense yeah so uh, i think exercise is a tool i just i realized mm-hmm. for me for yeah. sure i uh i know that that works for a lot of people yeah and i think um finding healthy ways to be kind to yourself um, in the process is really important. So mm-hmm. uh, navigating change frequently takes a long time. So while you are enduring the uncomfortable experience, um, being able to identify self-care and like uh, healthy rewards yeah. is really valuable. And being sometimes that means you have to... Um, Give yourself permission to do things differently. Mm. Like, um, because also processing change and figuring it out can be really taxing. Yeah. So I think giving yourself permission to sleep in or change your work schedule or watch more TV, things that like make more space for your um, self-care. Yeah. Yeah. And sort of like mental recovery is important. I also think a thing for me that um, a, a tool that I, I'm realizing also now in this conversation as I'm thinking about it and mm-hmm. processing it is um, is finding routine. Yeah. So because that that for me stabilizes. Mm-hmm. It, it helps make it feel like I'm not just in this chaos, like spinning tunnel of the unknown. Yep. And that's, you know, like I'm, a, I have a pretty strict morning routine and I'm re-entering my, my exercise routine yes. and, and, you know, figuring out those times at which I, I need to be flexible and open mm-hmm. to things, maybe not going the way I'm, I'm thinking they're going to go. And mm-hmm. then also finding the time to make things go the way I need them to go for stability. Yeah. Um, that's a that's a real tool that I use. Yeah, that is a big thing. I think often change makes you feel out of control. Yeah. So uh, developing a new routine or anchoring yourself in with the one that you have is a really good way to feel like you are present in your life. For sure. Um, in a way you have agency. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And, uh, and to that end, I think being really mindful of the things that are beyond your control in the midst of change and being mindful of the things that are within your power to do and sort of allowing the discomfort of the change and the things that are beyond your control coexist with um, 
doing the things that are within your capabilities to do. Like, right. If, if you are experiencing some, if you're experiencing a big change in your family life and you just have to ride the wave, yeah. um, while you're doing that, I think you can, it, it is probably not within your control to expedite the, that change. Uh, sure. Maybe it is. But what you, you know, what you can do is feel like, well, I, I'm going to set some new goals at work. Right. And I'm going to focus on being um, really present there and digging into that world or, you know, not, I don't mean that to say avoid the change or the, the crisis that's happening outside of that, but it's, you know. A right. different environment where you have more agency in how you navigate what's happening. Like being able to exercise your ability to um, have control or make choices. Right. Helps balance out that sense of being totally out of control in the other place. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? That makes sense. That checks. Cool. Yeah. I think the other thing that is like also not fun is that talking about it is really important. Yeah. Which um, is the worst. Everyone knows that. It's the worst. Especially when the, the change that's happening is sort of a, a, a like holistic shift of self or really large uh, issues like career or family um, or relationships. Uh, doing the work to make sure you are receiving support is really valuable yeah um i think talking about it is can be uncomfortable especially when the change that's happening takes a long time like the process that you are in currently it can be hard to be like you know check in with somebody about it and yeah be like, nope still don't know mm -hmm. but <laughs> which is w what you will do to me and yeah. i will do what you just did probably yep. and and that I think that a, a cool thing is that finding the people in your life who you can do that with. Like, yeah. I can do that with you, and I can do that with my family. I can do that with my partner. Mm -hmm. And finding this, the safe the safe places where you, you can be um, – you can be allowed to be patient yeah. and wait it, wait it out. Yeah. But to be able to talk about it, even when you are not reporting, um, like, progress that's sure. very exciting or whatever um, – just like helps you stay connected and i think isolating yourself when you're going through a big change um is 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 not a good idea and you need to give the people who care about you an opportunity to support you through that because it will help you <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah um i'm i'm i used to be really bad at asking for help or doing that yeah um and i would just be like asking if, for help is hard it's we gotta we should do a whole episode about yeah. that um i don't like to ask for help no i also don't sucks. like to be given help oh god you are yeah so one time a couple of years ago kendra fell at work oh gosh and she fell onto a co2 tank um and it the top of it like the knob at the top mm -hmm. hit her in the ribs. I was not at work. I was at home getting ready to go to bed. And Kendra texted me and said, all she said was, I fell. And I was like, hmm. are you okay? And she said, 
I don't know. And I was like, oh God, all right, well, then she's 100% not okay. But I drove to work to take her to the hospital and she was so, so mad, mad at me. I mean, when I, I showed up, like, she was like, to no, go to the hospital. stop it. No. And I was like, get, Kendra, get in the goddamn yeah. car. And I was like, I'm not doing it. I refuse to receive your help. Yeah. I am clearly in need of medical attention. Yeah, but I will not I will be not. accepting it from you. No. Move along. Yeah, I'll be <laughs> fine. I'm going to go home. I'm going to walk and... to the ER. <laughs> <laughs> I can do this on my own. Yeah. I actually couldn't. Um, I broke my ribs and it was terrible. Horrible. Yeah. Just like truly terrible. Also, Just P.S. Horrible experience. If you've never broken a rib... It's the worst. You can't do anything. No, no, no. You just gotta wait it out. They also don't give you any pain medication. Uh Uh-uh. None. Listen, I know we live in a climate where um, that pain meds are being, like, sincerely abused. They're very dangerous. Absolutely. And I understand why um, people are cracking down. I get it. But when you are in true pain, (laughs) it's really hard to not get... When they give you... When you have... A, a broken rib and <clears throat> bruised ribs yep. along with that and a bruised collarbone and they give you Tylenol 800. Um, that's like kind of not the news you want when you're no. in white hot pain. <laughs> it would be cool if the, if there we could develop a way of really treating severe pain that wasn't addictive. With an addictive drug? Yeah. Science. Then maybe there get will on be it. a day. <laughs> hey, science, get get just get on that. All right. Yeah. Um, we need to wrap it up because wow. we're, we're we're gonna we're gonna go. We gotta we gotta keep the listeners wanting more. Mm. You guys want more? Come back next week. <laughs> That's how this works. Yeah. Um, we got one email from our friend Cat. Yep. Thank you, Cat. Cat also wanted to say. Oh, yeah. We need to make an addendum yep. to to last week's editor's note. Okay. So we mentioned last week uh, our friend Kat wrote a book, Little Wonder, and we told you the website where you could go check it out. Um, correction, please go to thecatgardener.com. It is T-H-C-K-A-T-G-A-R-D-I-N-E-R.com. The Cat Gardener. The Cat Gardener. Um, and you should go there. You should go there because it's it's going to be great. Also... Oh, the email. Kat just wrote us an email saying thanks for having a podcast about nothing and to never change. And thank you, Kat. Thanks. Today wasn't quite about nothing, but there was some nothingness sprinkled in there. there. So Yeah. Uh, I also got a text from our friend Dashiell who said that he also... Well, I said, what do you think this podcast should be about? And he said, I don't think you should change anything. Thank you, Dashiell. should be what it is. Thanks. Um... And that's it. We didn't get any other emails, but you know what? It's fine. It's fine. I'm letting it go. You could do a good and send us an email. At doingagood at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. You can follow us over on Instagram. Doing a good. What I'd love is if you could email us some of your tools for navigating change. We are collecting the tools. Yeah. Um, let's talk about it. This is an ongoing thing. So do your homework. Send us an email. Um, also, please uh, rate and review and subscribe on iTunes. It's the only way that our podcast gets more exposure on the app if you rate and review it. So please help us out. Yep. Yeah. And um, what else? I don't know. What do you want you're doing a good to be? That we talked about change? Yeah. 
that's it real doing a good yeah uh i I think my doing a good is that the the jeep needs new tires yeah you doing it i am i have now collected quotes from three different places congratulations thank you and um I, this is a thing that's like no big deal, right? Your car needs tires. Figure out how to get new tires. But it is a thing that my anxiety could really yeah. uh, make difficult for me. And mm-hmm. so the fact that I've just been doing the research and feeling like empowered to ask questions and take care of it is yeah. tight. So, it's tight. Yeah. Doing a good. Tires for the Jeep. Also, P.S. Tires are not cheap. No, they're expensive, especially on a Jeep. Yeah. And you got to replace all four of them. Yeah. So. Been there, done that. If anybody wants to Venmo us some money, that is really tight. No, do not okay. Venmo money for the tires. <laughs> if you're going to Venmo money, it, it can be for merch or yeah, uh, yeah. a okay, pop fair. filter because mine apparently is the worst. Okay. Um, yeah. But you can Venmo us for those things. <laughs> um, just, you know, email us for our Venmo account names and mm-hmm. we will send them right over <laughs> okay that's okay. it we have to go yep. love you this has been great love you bye, bye. jerry say bye jerry say bye